Are you in the Peoria, Illinois area? Are you looking for a personal trainer that will focus on you to help achieve success in your fitness journey? If yes, please book your in-person or Zoom one-on-one personal training sessions with me, Christian Evans, at christiansweightsuccess.net. While you're there, sign up to download my free shelter-in-place body weight exercise ebook. This program is designed to use only your body weight, so no need for any exercise equipment. In addition to becoming my client, you will have access to the Day One Meals menu. Day One Meals is an a la carte meal prep service I offer to my clients to help you reach your fitness goals. I hope to work out with you soon. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about helping improve your relationship with diet and exercise to achieve success in your fitness journey. In today's podcast episode, we have a special guest, Miss Crystal DeBerry. Is that how you pronounce your name? That's it. Okay. Crystal is from Greensboro, North Carolina, and currently residing in the metro Atlanta area. Standing at five feet tall, she began her weight loss journey at 304 pounds. After changing her diet and exercise routine, she has lost a total of 139 pounds to date. Crystal has gone on to become the founder and CEO of Natural Wonder INC, a health, a healing lifestyle brand that causes that that causes on nurturing the natural wonder within you. Hopefully, I didn't butcher that too much. No but problem. Without further ado, Success Fitness family, please welcome Crystal. Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. I am good. So good. you're currently in the uh, Atlanta area. Yes. Okay. Um, how's the weather down there? It is rainy today. It's been hot, but today it is soggy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, how far are you from, what was that? Because I went down, I think it's Tignall. Have you heard of that city? Tignall, Georgia? I have heard no. of it and I believe I'm very far. I'm okay. actually right out. I, the next light up on the main street that I'm off of is in Atlanta, is Atlanta address. So I'm actually literally right oh, by okay, it. Okay. Okay. I was mm-hmm. down there probably, matter of fact, I was 18. So um, mm-hmm. I was in Covington. I was in okay. Covington, Georgia. I was in, that's about, what, about 40 minutes outside of. Uh, mm-hmm. It's about Atlanta. 30, 30, 40 minutes. Okay. Me. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Went down there to see my dad when I was about 18. So yeah, mm-hmm. saw my little brother when I was down there. It was, yeah. it was cool. So I was in Atlanta just for like literally just to land in the airport and then just drive about 35 mm-hmm. minutes away. So tell me how you got started on your fitness journey. What prompted you to say, hey, I got to get this weight off. And yeah, go ahead and tell us about that. Well, it's something that I had explored many times before, before I got to this journey. Um, but the biggest thing is that uh, my family history of disease is what caused me to get into this. I realized before the age of 40 that I had cared for my mother and an aunt who was a mother figure of mine who had had cancer. And uh, my mother died in 2005. And I started looking at the pattern of disease in my family. And I was like, you know, enough is enough. I felt like like that God had showed me where my life was going to go if I did not change things and do things differently. I got you. I got you. And condolences, condolences. Um, Thank you. Being somebody who's, you know, lost their mother. I lost my mother to breast cancer in, in 08. Yeah. And you're just never the same. You're just, you're never very, the same. And you, you, you look back on like, how can I prevent this for myself? Um, you know, if that is something that you can do and you do try to make, um, 
you know, conservative efforts to look at all aspects of life. You, you cherish life just a little bit differently, um, you know, after something like that happens. Now, you mentioned your your aunt. Is she still with us? And how were you taking care of her? And how did that affect you? She is still she's still with us, healthy, yeah. doing well. Um, but that is kind of, I think, the the spark that made me realize, like, OK, Crystal, like it's it's time for, for you to switch things up, do something differently, um, because I'm, you know, from the south. And I grew up very much fried chicken and macaroni and cheese and all of that. <laughs> and I think that um, I come to realize that the common denominator and everything was the food. And um, that's what, what got me to this point. I got you. I got you. Now, what were some of your weak points as far as for food? You know, being a, a Southerner and I know <laughs> you always have some have some great food. I've been down there a couple of times. Yes. What was like the staple that you just knew that, hey, I'm. I'm going to attack this every single time. Like this is my kryptonite. What was, what was yours? Pork. I am from the barbecue state. <laughs> and so pork was my thing. I never thought that I would get to a point where I would stop eating pork. Um, but that is the one thing that I loved. Chopped barbecue, ribs, you name it. Pork chops was my thing. I got you. I got you. Now, yeah. Do you do any grilling yourself or... Uh, using the smoker yourself at that time? Were you doing that? or Yes. You, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, uh, I grew up very much in the kitchen. I grew okay. up very much on the grill. Um, and so cooking was nothing that I wasn't, that, that it was a skill I've always had. And so I, that's the thing is that I knew how to prepare it. I knew where to find it. And, uh, <laughs> and so, yes, pork was, was the thing that, that I, that was hard. That was the hardest for me. I got you. I got you. I got you. Now, what were some of the toughest obstacles that you faced in your your weight loss journey? My biggest obstacle is um, eating behaviors. I've come to realize that um, I had some very unhealthy eating behaviors that would lead to like binging and eating at the wrong times or not eating enough. And then that would leave me hungry and then that would cause me to binge. And that was the biggest thing for me. Um, and even to the point to where I recently in the beginning of the year, I had like a three month period where I just could not get my eating behaviors together. And um, even though I was still continuing to work out and I was still continuing to lose weight, I just knew that those unhealthy behaviors would put me back where I was. And so I uh, put myself in Overeaters Anonymous. Um, I've been in now for about two months, two or three months. And it's been it's been life changing because I realized that I wasn't alone and that there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people's stories that I saw a lot of myself in their stories as they shared. Um, and that has been a, a game changer for me when it comes to my eating behaviors. OK, that's interesting. So Overeaters Anonymous, is that a Facebook group? Is that just a group or is this actually, um, this is my first time ever hearing about it. So pardon me, this is a, a real thing. Can you explain that to me? Cause it sounds interesting. Yes. I may be yes. doing that to myself. It, yes, it mm. is a real thing. It is, um, it is a worldwide organization and they have meetings all over the world. You can go to any meeting at any time. They literally have them from midnight to the, to the end of the day. Um, and you can find them online. You can find them in your city. If you go to OA.org, um, you can find them all over. Um, and I found finally found my tribe here uh, right outside of the Atlanta area. And I go online. OK, OK, OK. That is very that is very interesting. Yeah. And that it's actually 
it's an organization that's been around for a very long time. It's really? actually was, okay. uh-huh, it was developed by the same people that uh, started uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Really? And it follows okay. the same kind of program except for food being the focus. Okay. 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 Cool beans. Um, now, when you, let's say, first drop your first, I would say, 10 pounds, what were the main things that you changed to get those first 10 pounds off kind of walk us through what that looked like for you during that time. The first thing I changed was, um, increasing my water. Well, let me go back. The first thing I did was, is that because I, like I said, I had explored this before, even before getting to this point, I decided that I was starting with the mental health first. So I started with nurturing my spirit. I started with the mental health aspect of it, working on, um, on my emotions. And then that rolled into my eating. So then I started eating cleaner at the time, uh, as well as increasing my, my water intake and also moving more are the first things I did to lose those first 10 pounds. Okay. Okay. So how much water were you taking in prior to that? And then once you like started and you're like, okay, I'm going to get this amount of water in. What was, did you have like a set amount or what you, you just knew you just needed just more? I, I knew I needed more, but my, my goal was always at least 64 ounces, at least the eight cups of water a day. Um, and then I wanted to work my way up to a gallon in which uh, water is another one of my struggles. Um, but I knew that it was critical in me getting um, and me losing weight because as I did more and more research on things about weight loss, I found that um, most of us are um, chronically dehydrated. And that's a, a big part, a big problem that we have in this country. And so that was something that I wanted to focus on to help to lose weight as well. And in your bio, you mentioned that you had switched to a primarily uh, vegetarian or vegan diet. Um, did you, is, was that the thing that you did from day one or was it a transitional phase? Cause you know, it takes some time to get, you know, wean yourself off of pork. <laughs> right. Uh, so tell right. me what that, what that process looked like for you. So years prior, I had already kind of dibbled and dabbled in it. And then I had a friend of mine that was pescatarian and introduced me to that eating only seafood uh, as your primary um, meat, well, your primary animal protein source. And so about four years ago, I had become pescatarian. But as time went on, um, I realized that I was eating more vegan vegetarian than anything, um, that I was probably eating seafood maybe twice a week. And then as I got more serious into this journey, I was like, you know, since I'm eating more vegan vegetarian anyway, why not just go ahead and make the plunge? And so I just decided uh, March of last year, I decided to go ahead and go full vegan. Um, and it's been a it's 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 been a ride. But I, I also think. The mental shift was a big part of this for me, especially when it came to giving up those types of things, because I had seen what that type of consumption and my family, I'm not saying it happens with everyone, but excess right. consumption of, of right. me could do. Um, and so I, it, it was like this switch that happened for me. And um, so it wasn't as hard of a transition for me. Um, and I, th I think for that reason, just because of the mental aspect of it. OK, cool, cool. What are some of your favorite uh, vegan dishes to make? So my favorite things is anything with mushrooms. I love mushrooms. Um, I, uh, so, uh, matter of fact, not too long earlier, I had, uh, 
uh, mushroom lettuce wraps because also it, it needs to be easy. So I literally just throw mushrooms and onions and season them up in the air fryer, little, little guacamole or, or, um, um, avocado into some lettuce, wrap it up and eat it. Um, I eat a lot of salads. I love salads. Always have loved salads though, my, my entire life. Um, so I eat a lot of salads and I love those because you can get really, really creative with salads and, um, change up the flavor daily. Uh, so those are the probably the two biggest things that I eat mostly are lettuce wraps and salads. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, that's just lettuce. But the, the truth is, is that um, because I have such a broad um, uh, uh, sense of cooking or cooking and food and pairings of food, I tend to change it up every now and or mostly most times and make it pretty interesting. Right. Like you said, salad, you can get so creative, you know, yes. from the base of it, what type of uh, leaf that you're yes. going to do. You know, there's more than just iceberg out there. Mm-hmm. For everybody's listening, you know, mm-hmm. and you can get so creative. You can mix and match. And that's just starting at your base, <laughs> you know, right. and then let alone, like you said, you add in some mushrooms, you know, okay. Do you want them raw? Do you want them a little uh, grilled or what type of mushrooms, you know, you mm-hmm. want portobellos or you want, you know, some regular kind of baby mushrooms. So you can get, very creative with that, like you said, especially since you know your way around the kitchen. Um, right. And yeah, you can just let your creative uh, creativity flow. And then you got yes. your dressings and stuff. So, you know, sums are hit and miss. Uh, sometimes it may take at least me almost longer to make a salad than it does just cooking a regular meal. I'm like, I have been there, this, done that. that. You know, I got to dice the peppers up. I want to dice mm-hmm. this up or whatever. But, you know, it's all fun. Right. Especially now the the summer's uh is here, the weather is warming up. You want to stay, like you say, hydrated, you want to stay cool, right. you know, versus like, hey, let me, you know, go get a sandwich and then you're hot and sweaty uh for for the rest of the day. Um, so yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that when it when you're talking about just being creative, uh creative with it. And you know, there's yeah. no real I guess like to box in, everybody thinks that you have to be boxed into a certain uh, thing you should have or, or, mm-hmm. or shouldn't have. You, you just be creative as you can and stay within reason. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. So far as like on your, on your fitness journey, did you mm-hmm. have anybody help you as far as you have any personal trainers that you had of a, um, a nutritionist? And if, if so, you know, how did, how did they help you? And if not, then how did you go about persevering to, get to your fitness goal. Right. Um, at first, I did not have anyone helping me. Um, I started out doing uh, rebounding. I have a exercise trampoline that I literally have next to my couch in front of my TV. And I started doing that 30 minutes a day. And then as time progressed, I would do that. And then I added um, one to three. Well, one started with one and then increased to three different exercises to go along with that, as well as a lot of different videos on YouTube. YouTube is the great is one of the greatest resources for for finding exercise inspiration and things to do. Um, and then after I got to the 100 pound mark, um, I have a cousin that is a personal trainer here in the Atlanta area. And um, I started training with him. And so I have been training with him since the beginning of March. And um, I train with him twice a week. And then also do my own workouts in between though, um, when I'm not training with him. Okay. That's and, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And he, he's been a great, a great help. He's been a wealth of knowledge and it, it's amazing to me with even just 
two sessions a week, how much my body Mm -hmm. has changed in the short amount of time that I've been training with him. Now, let me ask you this is, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, When it comes to your own workouts, how do they compare to workouts with your trainer far as intensity level? Right. They are the same. So what I did is, is what I do is, is I, I I tell people all the time is that even my own workouts are still training style workouts. So I take what he has taught me and I implement that into my workout. But what I also do is my my workouts at home, I um, add more cardio to it. So I love to go walking. I think walking is one of the most underrated exercises there is, in my opinion. Um, So I'll do like 10 minutes of walking and then I do four different exercises, at least 45 seconds a piece. Um, And then I do that in one round and I do three rounds of that. And then after that, in the end, end i normally end with um a minute right now i'm up to a minute uh um plank and then i also end with either a um a series of sprints or a run in the in the 10 minute lap that i did wow 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 so you have like a circuit type of hit training right there i'm listening Uh to you i'm like okay he's like 45 seconds i'm like okay Mm -hmm. so no that's good and one minute plank Listen, a one minute plank. That has yes, to, that I'm quite that proud has to of. be about an hour that in your head how it how it feels. Sometimes yes. 30 seconds seems like an hour to me. So it for is. those Although, who haven't plank, listen, start off slow. Start off yes, slow. You yes, know, and then you can yes. work yourself up to where Miss Crystal is at. All right. Don't think yes. that you can just off <laughs> right the back and just do it. All right. We're not saying it to be bragging. It's just take your time because Most this definitely. will challenge you. This will challenge your will. And the reason why I asked you about that comparison, because uh, I also have some uh, clients that do two days a week, Mm -hmm. right? As far as with me with with the personal training. And they talk about when they work out by themselves, how just the intensity is just different. And it's more so what the personal trainer brings is not downing the client, but it's like when you got that extra push, you got somebody in your ear or somebody's just looking over you, you know, not even so much yelling or whatever. I don't believe in all of that far as for me to, you know, certain clients or whatever, it just really depends. But it's more of the motivation, you know, more mm-hmm. of, hey, I got somebody right next to me and they're watching my form or they're just setting up the circuit completely different than mm-hmm. what I would have. So that's that was a little bit of, you know, insight behind right. behind that. So with that being said, what is some of your favorite muscle groups uh, to work out on? Uh, my favorites are whatever whatever I'm lacking in at that moment. Like for me, it's my arms. My arms are not the sh- not as strong as like my legs. So I like to focus on my arms because I'm trying to get them stronger. Um, and I can pull what more weight than I can push weight. And so that's my favorite thing to, to work on currently. And then also anything like you were saying about um, how your clients um, feel like the motivation of having the, the personal trainer. For me, it's more like a learning session, right? So like if there's something that he's taught me that he's asked me to do that I'm not doing well, I implement that in my own workouts at home to get to get those muscles stronger, to get to, to get better at those exercises. Uh, and so I just work on whatever whatever I'm not doing the best in at that moment is my favorite. That is very smart, a very smart way to look at it, because, you know, this week, you know, you could 
be a little bit stronger in your arms. You're like, okay, well, mm-hmm. now let me work on my core or now let me focus back on my legs or whatever. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of just be, what do you, what, what do you want to call that? More kind of like body intuitive. You kind of mm-hmm. just paying more attention to your body at that time. Like, okay, what do I need? What am I slacking on? Uh, what, what haven't I done, you know, in a while. So with that being said, what is your least favorite exercise? My least favorite exercise mm-hmm. lunges. I hate yeah. lunges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I'm so short and that my legs are short. So I feel like I'm not really going anywhere. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> but I, I just, and I feel like, I feel like I look so awkward when I do it. And when mm-hmm. he tells me my form is perfect, but it just doesn't feel right. So I got I, you. Oh, I got I you. I got I do you. not like lunges. Now, are these uh, forward lunges? Have you tried reverse lunges? I have tried them forward. I have tried them reverse. I have tried <laughs> I them you. moving. I, 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 I just do not like lunges. I got you. So for those who have been following me for a while, no, I, I have a love-hate relationship with leg day, right? Mm-hmm. And lunges is one of those exercises that fall in, in the leg day. And front lunges, I don't really care for. But mm-hmm. reverse lunges, they feel a little bit better on my knees. It's always mm-hmm. the first set that sucks. But mm-hmm. by the time my legs get warmed up, I'm... I'm cool, but so I I totally agree with you yes. <laughs> on on the air fires for legs, but yes. it's one of those things to where it gets the heart pumping, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes far as the legs, and then when you, once you're into it, you know, you're you're into it. Now, how did you feel when you dropped that that first hundred pounds? Because you mentioned that earlier, and Ooh. that is that is such a major feat. Now. I, I want to back up even more as I'm asking this question because I'm just processing it mm-hmm. is when you drop that 50 pounds and then mm-hmm. when you drop the additional 50 to make 100. How were you feeling? Where was your mind at just during those two two things? Because those are major feats. Those yeah. are really, really major feats right there. Because, you know, when you know, when you lose over 100 pounds and you talk about it, you're like, OK, you know, I lost, you know, 139. And it's like once you start calculating, you know, and it's like, all right, that's. 50 pounds, almost three times, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But how did you feel? What was going through your head when you finally hit like, okay, your first 50. And then Mm -hmm. what was your motivation to hit the additional 50? Uh, The first 50 was kind of like a eureka moment, like crystal dad, girl, you can do this. Like you can really hit the goals that you, you know, that you, that you set. Um, So it was very motivating at the first 50. The second 50 was like, wow, like, Crystal, you did the doggone thing, girl. <laughs> you know, I, I felt really, really proud of myself. And I actually, it, it felt like that I really proved to myself what I could do, that I could really get over, not even just in weight loss, that there, that I could get over a lot of different hurdles um, because it's a goal. It's something I had always wanted to do because I've, I've been overweight most of my life. Right. So I wanted it was it was like, you know, you can really do this. It really was the proof that I could, you know, lose the weight. And it encouraged me to go even further um, and even to, you know, to, to change my goals and to assess things and see exactly where I wanted to go from that moment. So for me, it was it was very encouraging. And it was that that first 50 was a nudge. That second 50 was a OK, girl, you you got this. Right, right. So then you got to that hundred. So yes. the the remaining 
weight that you lost. Um, let's just go ahead and say 40 for even numbers, right? <laughs> so how did it feel to like, okay, down a hundred. Now I'm gonna go for let's say 40 more. How did that how did that feel? That was shocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was shocking because that, you know, that is it's a big number. Right, right. You know, right. and and it's 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 a number that I think for a lot of us seems unattainable. So it the the next 40 was definitely a shock. Like, oh my gosh, I I really am onto something. I really have found it made me feel as if I had really found the secret as to how right. to get my body to lose weight and right. how to get my body to change. Uh and it it was just you know kind of proof in numbers. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. You you had it, right? There's yeah. nothing anybody else can tell you about you know, hey, you know you 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 losing a lot of weight right now, you know, are right. you are you okay or whatever and it's like Nobody's even asking me that question when I was a hundred pounds heavier. Ooh, yes. So it's like obviously I'm doing something that is right. And it's hard to not uh just come off so bullish, um, for lack of a better terms, when that happens, because it's like, well, obviously I found something that's that's working, you know. And now, like you said, I found the the secret sauce for me, mm-hmm. you know, and it it can be challenging when somebody else is you know, they're they're asking about, OK, what did you do? And you kind of got to fill them out to see if you're really serious about it. And mm-hmm. it's everybody's journey isn't like your journey is not everybody's journey. Right. Correct. Um, but you do want to help people. You you do end up, you know, try to convince yourself like, OK, this person is serious. They do, you know, want want some help. So how was that trying to transition to help others since you are um, CEO of what's your your company's name again? Natural Wonder Inc. Okay. Natural Wonder Inc. So obviously you have established yourself and to say, Hey, you know what? I can help people, you know, get through some of the tough times and some of the tough obstacles that I went through. So how was that transition to say, okay, I found my secret sauce. Now I'm going to try to share this with others who want the secret recipe. So how was that transition? Um, you know, I decided that the that the best way for me to do that was to be the example. So I, I always tell people, um, you know, what I know, what's what's worked for me. Right. So, like I said, I've been down this road before, because even before this journey, I had lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight. And so I felt like I wasn't starting exactly from the bottom and which is why I realized that I had left out the mental aspect of it. And so I always tell people, you have to change your mindset in order for it to happen, in order for it to, in order for it to, to stick, you literally have to change your mind first. Right. Um, and so that's always the one thing that I want to tell people. But what I find most interesting is that whenever I tell people, I start with that and I, people ask me how I did it. I always say, same thing I said to you, you know, I nurtured my spirit, worked on my mental health, uh, worked on my emotions, clean eating exercise. And people always go, well, what'd you eat? What exercise did you do? Nobody ever wants to hear the mental health part. Right. So I have made it my mission to keep reiterating that over and over and over and over again. And I don't care how many times I have to repeat it, because I think that that's the biggest part that people miss and the part that people overlook the most when it comes to losing weight. 
So that is that that's my my biggest goal is to get people to understand that that part is so important in order to get to, you know, my success and beyond. Right, right, right. Just that mental aspect is mm-hmm. getting yourself mentally ready and prepared yes. for the night before to get ready for the next day. And that is all part of mental preparation. It's, you know, if they are asking about what foods did you eat? It's, do you have the knowledge to even just go to the store to cook for yourself, you know, or have the means to look up who it is that can possibly meal prep for you. That it's, it's all here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like the, the basis, the basis, the basis of it. So no, you're a hundred percent right. hundred percent. Right. In addition to that, what are the major lessons um, or just one lesson that you learned during your your transformation phase that you could help inspire others with? Uh, The one the biggest lesson that I learned is. Self-love, you know, I'm not not that I've always been a confident person, even at 304 pounds, I was a confident woman. Um, But I have come to realize that this is all of this is really about real, true, deep, unconditional love for myself. I work out every day because I love myself. I eat the way I eat because I love myself. I work on my mental health because I love myself. And that is what I've had to come to realize is that this is the highest level. Doing the things I do is the highest level of me loving myself. And that is probably the biggest thing that I've learned through all of this. You heard it from her right here. Tell everybody where they can connect with you at uh, your website and social media and everything like that. Yeah. So on Instagram, um, I have two. I have Natural Wonder Inc. Uh, and then I also have Natural Wonder underscore food. And that is uh, where I share a lot of my weight loss journey, um, a lot of what I eat and different things like that, as well as um, I'm also a certified sound healer and uh, meditation practitioner, and uh, which has also been part of this journey. And I share a lot of that as well. Uh, my website is www.naturalwonderinc.at com, And um, there you can purchase merchandise that I sell because I sell uh, copper bracelets, co- copper and gemstone bracelets as well as other spiritual tools and where you can book for my sound baths. And uh, yes, so that's where you can find me. That is awesome. 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 You. Awesome. You want to shout out your trainer, too. I don't I don't want to uh, negate negate your trainer. Go ahead and shout him out. Yeah. So my trainer, his name is Plez Kelly here in the Atlanta area. Um, and he has is a phenomenal, phenomenal person. He knows a lot about fitness. And it is it, like I said, it amazes me how he's helping me to transform my body. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you for coming on the Success Fitness Podcast. And I hope you all, you listeners, have found inspiration in today's episode. This brings us to the end of another episode of the Success Fitness Podcast. This show is sponsored by my new e-cookbook, What's a Meal Prep for Beginners? And you can get that at successfitnessstore.com. It includes three recipes for one high-protein meal under 600 calories, and you have a step-by-step written instructions and also 
a workout ebook too that's included. So don't forget to get that at successfitnessstore.com. Please join my Facebook group, Success Fitness Family. The link is in the description box as well. Thank you for listening to the Success Fitness Podcast. And until the next episode, Success Fitness is the mindset. And remember, success is golden. And I want to thank Crystal DeBerry again for appearing on the Success Fitness Podcast. You have a great one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. It can be tough trying all these different fad diets and never seeing the results you want. At Supplement Superstores, located at 4511 North Sterling Ave in Peoria, Illinois, across from the Northwoods Mall, their main goal is to get you long-term results. Whether your goals are to lose or gain weight, Supplement Superstores will help you by providing free services that focus on what truly matters to you. One of these services are free meal plans customized to your lifestyle. In addition to the free meal plan, another free service they offer is the in-body scan. Instead of focusing on total weight, the in-body scan will show you your body fat percentage and overall lean muscle to help you stay on track. In addition to their free services, Supplement Superstores is your home for all of your supplemental needs. Not only do they specialize in amazing weight loss supplements, they have an array of popular brands of meal replacing proteins, pre-workout, as well as weight gaining supplements at wholesale price, which means savings for you at checkout. The trained staff at Supplement Superstores will stop at nothing to make sure you have all the education and tools you need to get you the results you're looking for. Stop by Supplement Superstores today to get your free in-body scan and free customized meal plan. Walk-ins are welcome. Visit SupplementSuperstores.com for more details.